Hello, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Dr. I here from Classroom Without Walls. And in this uh, free training, this is my uh, fourth free training. And I'm going to share with you some really practical tips uh, for homeschooling and distance learning that you can actually apply right away. And uh, so the tips that I'm going to share with you can be applied to children of any age, like younger kids, high school, college age students. Of course, you have to make some adjustment, but the principle stays the same. And the framework I'm about to share with you will definitely help you and to make this uh, easier, to make homeschooling easier, and to make homeschooling more effective and more efficient. And uh, I'm live on LinkedIn, I'm live on Facebook, on Periscope, and on YouTube. So if you are live with me right now, you know in the comment section, I see a bunch of people already here. Thank you so much. So let me know in the comment section where you are joining me live from, social media wise and geographically speaking. And thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to spend some time with me, given what is happening right now, globally speaking. So I so appreciate you. And if you have any questions regarding homeschooling or distance learning, that's what I'm going to discuss today. So please feel free to leave them in the comment section. So as I mentioned, and why you need to listen to me, some of you uh, who don't know me and uh, I do have some degrees. Hey, Peter, thank you for joining me live. And I do have a few degrees. I got my MA from Syracuse. I got my PhD from University of Maryland. And uh, I am an Adobe Education Leader, HubSpot Academy instructor. And I taught in the classroom for 10 plus years. I worked with more than 2000 students and to really help them bring life fulfillment and career success. And my work got featured on Forbes, uh, Entrepreneur, Pearson Education, Inside Higher Education, so many different places. So I know education is not easy and homeschooling is very challenging, especially if you don't have any background in education, in training. So I really hope uh, the tips uh, the framework I'm about to share with you can really bring you some ease, some hope, some peace, so you can keep parents, you can keep doing what you are good at, and uh, the children can, like your life can be a little bit easier through some of the tips I share with you. So uh, let's get started. So before I start a dive into my own framework, I want to share with you a very popular uh, model in learning. And this model is called um, it's called 70-20-10. I don't know how many of you are familiar with this model. So it's really popular in learning and leadership development. So if you know this model, and do let me know. Uh, if you don't, so I'm going to explain in a second. So what this means is like, assume you are a learner right now, right? And I say, Peter, amazing marketer. And uh, so maybe uh, like your children want to learn more about like uh, social media or marketing or graphic design or coding technology or whatever they want to learn. So what this model tells us is, 
So in order for a transformation, for any transformation to happen from point A to point B, point A is where they are now in terms of their knowledge, their understanding of certain things, and they want to get to point B, which is an ideal, a future state. So there has to be a bridge. So the bridge is the 70-20-10 model. So what this model talks about is for that transformation to happen from one point to another point, and 10% comes from knowledge, which is what you, are, what you are doing right now. Hi, Alice. So which is what you are doing right now, watching my video and listening to me to talk about something. So that's or for our children to go to a school right now, nobody's going to school, or for them to stay at home to watch a video, uh, to read a book, uh, like uh, read a book or read an article or like some online classes, YouTube video, this and that. So that is the 10% knowledge for this transformation to happen. And the 20% is actually, do you know? Let me know, uh, share your answer in the comment section. I want to take a look after I finish. It's actually the social aspect of learning, which is peer-to-peer -peer discussion. You learn from a coach, one-on-one uh, learning, one-on-one coaching, group discussion, so that. And then the 70% is actually application, applying, creating something, teaching other people something, okay? So this is the framework. And when you think about it, I mentioned this in my last three trainings. And if you missed uh, my sessions, uh, make sure to leave training in the comment section. I will send the links to you. So most parents' attention are on the 10%, which is important, you know, to transform yourself. You have to learn, you have to know something, but that's only the 10%. So now we are talking about, in today's training, we are really talking about online learning, distance learning, homeschooling. How can we make that more effective? So my framework, the framework I'm about to share with you now, is actually developed based on this model, okay? So this is a process and I, this model, I um, can definitely give you some structure uh, to make homeschooling and to make distance learning a lot easier. And that is Oh, can you still see this? Let me erase this model so you can see this better. And uh, thank you so much for being here, everyone. So I learn. Reflect. And teach. If you are an educator, you know the best way to learn something, to learn anything is actually to teach it. Did I say teacher? So it's to, to teach. And I'm a teacher myself, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I taught in the classroom for 10 plus years in the United States and globally. And uh, there are so many times I thought I actually understood something, but I actually didn't. And I didn't realize that until I was standing in front of a class, I was actually teaching something, I started to see gaps in my own knowledge. So the best way to learn, actually a lot of research has shown that, you know, the best way for us to learn is to create something to teach others. So you really want your children to go through this journey, okay? To learn something which is 
most children are doing right now. They probably receive uh, like homework, uh, books, or report, like articles, whatever they are receiving from their traditional school. They are doing this part. But if you want your homeschooling uh, experience, you want your children learning experience, distance learning experience to be more effective, to really help them internalize the knowledge, whatever they are learning, they really have to go through the reflection. And I think the biggest missing piece that many parents fail to notice is actually to really create a state for your children to actually teach. Okay, I'm going to discuss each of the three elements and I definitely don't want to go live forever. So I try to, I'm going to finish everything within 30 minutes. And so learn is, as I mentioned earlier, that goes back to, to the, you know, keep the 70, uh, 20 and 10 model in mind. So the 10 is what we're talking about, you know. So I also discussed earlier my own iceberg model. So the 10% is really the tip of the iceberg. Whatever they are learning, so that's the learning part. Homework, workbook, online classes, YouTube videos, whatever the teachers are assigning your children to do. And so this is what I want you to really pay attention, parents. And you have to supplement the reflection part. You also have to re supplement the teaching part at home. So in terms of reflection, okay, there are quite a few different ways that you can reflect. And uh, reflection, just reflect on what you have learned. And in uh, one really simple way is to engage in group discussion. Right now, nobody's going to school, so you can really use simple tools like uh, Zoom, Google Hangouts, and uh, or whatever other platform you use. And Zoom, they actually have uh, breakout sessions. Like for my own teaching, I, I divide students into different breakout sessions. So you can see, go uh, join different rooms. So this is really an effective way to do some sort of reflection. And this is uh, another way is I'm going to share something really powerful with you, which is I learned from my dear friend, uh, Rich Carr, C-A-R-R, -R, uh, the last name. And he actually uh, came to my live streaming show last uh, quite a few months ago, uh, last year, and if you don't know, I actually host a few live streaming shows every week. I interview leading professionals. So one of the live streaming shows actually focuses on education and to really talk about ways that we can help the next generation become a future ready. So for this education live streaming show, a few years, uh, a few months ago, I interviewed Rich Carr, and he gives me a very powerful framework that really helps our children engage in the reflection piece. And uh, his framework is actually based on neuroscience and based on a solid body of research that will uh, make learning really engaging and can really deepen our students' learning outcomes. And uh, hey, Lucille. And, uh, and so that's, those are three powerful questions. And uh, I want you to really uh, write them down. If you are a parent, if you really care about distance learning, if you really care about your children's future, you want to make this work. Everyone is inside the home. You want to make this work. And I want you to write down those three questions. And if you want, you can also check out their book, called, uh, uh, which is called Brain-Centric design okay so i'm going to write down those three questions so let me uh remove this so you can probably see uh this will be better and uh 
I don't even know how okay, you can probably see here. So the book is called It's called Brain Centric Design. Okay, you can't see that really clearly. And so in the book, they ask three questions. I highly encourage you to apply those three questions to your own homeschooling or distance learning experience right now. Those three questions I'm going to share with you in a second can really help your children. It doesn't matter how old they are. Uh, you can also apply to yourself, you know, 10 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old. I use those questions myself because guess what? We're all learning. We're all learners. We're lifelong learners. So uh, the first question is, so after they learn something, after they read a book, after they watch an online video, or after you watch my video, right? Ask yourself or have the same discussion with another a family member or someone you have just connected online. So the first question is, What was surprising? So after the, you watch my video, after you read, uh, you read the book, ask your children or ask yourself, what was surprising about the knowledge you have just consumed, right? So that was a very safe question. And the second question to ask is, what did I already know And, uh, but, but I see differently now. My handwriting is now the best. So, uh, brain centric. Yes. A very interesting book, very interesting approach. So those are three questions that are proven to deepen the reflection process to connect all the dots. And so the first one is what was surprising after they learned something, ask them that question. The second is what did I already know, but now I see this very differently. And you ask your children. And the last question is, Oh, I can see. So the last question is, what do I need help with? Okay. So here are the three questions. Please, if you treat this seriously, if you want to make homeschooling work, uh, distance learning work, or even regular learning work, I write those down. Those are three powerful questions from this book, Brain-Centric Design, and I apply them to work with my own students, to work with my own children. After they read, even like after they play a computer game for half an hour, ask them, what was surprising about this game? What was, what did you already know about this game? But now after you play this game for 30 minutes and you now look at that very differently. And then the last is what do you need help with? Okay, so this can, I apply this to do the reflection part and you can do this 
as a family, parents and children, if you have more than one child, like have your own children, have a peer-to-peer -peer discussion, or even uh, like uh, do a Zoom call. Like if the teacher is now doing uh, Zoom chats, uh, arranging Zoom conversations among the students, the students can probably, your children can probably take a need to take some initiatives to really understand this. And so they can, or Google Hangout, however they want to create this virtual learning space and to discuss those three questions, okay? So that's kind of lore and the reflect part. And the most important part to really show that you have learned something and to even test, did I really learn this or not? And to really identify your own knowledge gaps is actually to teach, okay? Traditional school, you do a presentation. I think that's not enough because you only do a presentation maybe like every month. That's definitely not enough. And you need to be constantly teaching others in order to internalize what you have learned. I think in my book, every time when you learn something new, you need to go teach immediately. And so now I'm going to share you several ways that you can actually teach the knowledge. So I hope everyone got those three questions. I'm going to erase this. And remember, this is not a linear process, okay? As you are reflecting on something, you may realize, oh, wow, actually, that is something I don't know about. Or as you are engaging the, in the social aspect of learning, 70, 20, 10, uh, as you are engaging a conversation with another uh, person, you realize, wow, he or she actually made a good point. I don't even know. Go back to learning. Go back to do more research to identify knowledge gaps and then go reflect. So it's actually not a linear process. So the last part I want to talk about is teaching, okay? The best way to learn is actually to teach. There are quite a few ways that you can present your teaching. And this is how I actually go through the same process with my own students and with my clients, with my own children, okay? So teaching, right? You can teach. You can present your teaching visually. Like for example, and uh, you have a, a kid who is a high school or maybe middle school age, and he or she read a book or chapter um, psychology, right? And uh, so after you read the chapter, right, what did you learn? You reflect after you reflect, okay, you did some reflection on what can you teach me and teach us? So you, they can really present their learning, their teaching visually. They can use my favorite tool is Canva. So they can use Canva to easily create a graphic image, right? And maybe a picture and they can even add, or a few pictures and they can add uh, the book cover, the book author, and then write like three bullet points or one major takeaway from the book, from the book chapter about psychology that they can actually share with others. You can be really creative, you know, Canva just turns to be my personal favorite. And I know there are just so many graphic design tools out there. And so, but that's like, you can personalize whatever you want to use, but this is a way to present their teaching, their learning and visually. And another way is to, of course, through uh, audio. And the same thing, right? I, I read this chapter on psychology. I really learned there's a theory called um, self-serving bias. I don't know. 
I do know this is a theory. I'm just making I'm just making the situation up right now. So what that theory explains is self-serving bias is every time when something good happens, we think, oh my God, I worked so hard on this. I deserve all the credit. And when something bad happens, like for example, uh, scored really badly on an exam or I, I, I failed a test or something, you see that, oh, the, the exam is not fair. It's really bad. This, this one, you blame the situation. So that is called self-serving bias. It's one of my personal, uh, uh, favorite, many of my personal favorite theories. So let's say that you just learned that and you can easily create an audio, a podcast. And my favorite tool for podcasting is Anchor. It is so easy. You just download the app. And uh, even like for 10 years old, eight years old, I started to see more and more uh, young children have their own podcast and they can uh, they can just record a quick session, five minutes. Hey, I just learned this theory called self-serving bias. And this is how you apply the theory to your day-to-day -day life. And people will love that, right? So another way, and uh, a third way to present uh, your learning and teaching is through video. And even uh, almost all the social media platforms has have the video feature, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and uh, uh, Twitter, Snapchat. I don't know how many people are still using Snapchat, but there are so many different platforms that can allow you to add video. So what you need to do is take out your phone. Hey, I just learned this theory. This is developed by blah, blah, blah. And this theory means blah, blah, blah. And you can just do a quick teaching, right? Or even better, you can do what I'm doing right now. You can do like a pre-recorded video and you can even do a, a live video, right? So for older children, uh, I'm talking about uh, children at uh, high school or college age students. And uh, those are pr uh, primarily my audience, people I work with. For those students uh, older, they can even do a webinar, right? So maybe now just teach one theory. So think about all the theories you have learned from your psychology class. And uh, like, especially now everyone is so stressed out because of the coronavirus and how can we deal with stress, right? You can do a webinar. What a great way to teach others the hosting your own class, right? So you can do pre-recorded video, live video and a webinar. And uh, like if you are using Zoom, what we talked about before, and Zoom also allows you to create a webinar, right? So you can do the video. And uh, last but not least is actually you can do the traditional written. Uh, you can also present uh, your learning through written words, like you can do blog article and you can, uh, you can do a blog article or like you can write on Quora, uh, read it. Uh, like different platforms and uh, you can you can share your answers right and or different Facebook groups LinkedIn groups different groups and online articles you can write comments there are so many ways that you can share your knowledge you can teach others about what you have learned and still bring value to the general society that is amazing and it doesn't matter you know you say oh my god dr. I this is great but my kid is so young he's only like six years old but I'm telling you my own son 
when he was six, he started to use Canva to create a、uh, a birthday cards, like birthday invitations. Very simple. Like other people love it, right? So, and that can also give your children a sense of purpose. And、uh, so, this is another thing. You know, Daniel Pink talks about. Uh, learning, like one important component of learning of our human life, is a sense of purpose. You know that purpose has to come from the inside, and、uh, and you want to feel like what you do is purpose driven, and you you gain that satisfaction from other people's feedback. So anyway, written words you can do blog article, LinkedIn article, like contribute to online discussion forums, groups, and you. So this is another way to present、uh, your children's teaching. And last but not least is that you can actually combine all of them, right? And you can write a blog article that has video, has picture, has audio. You can do a combination of them. And、uh, last week, I think I did a video. My personal favorite educational tool is called Adobe Spark. Adobe Spark. I think it is free to use.、Uh, I'm an Adobe Education leader. I love everything Adobe, and this is my personal favorite too. My own undergraduate students loved it. I also worked with students kind of high school,、uh, middle school age, and they also love it. I also see how my own children. My son, he started using Adobe Spark when he was six years old. So with Adobe Spark, you can add. Visual images. You can add、uh, written words, audio, video. You can do all of the above. So think about how amazing it is, right? I, I talked so much about this,、uh, LinkedIn Learning, McKinsey report, and I read so many reports that have been talking about a very needed twenty-first、uh, century hard skill is our students' ability to create. Right, so or to teach, right, to create something by using social media and creative technologies. If you are a parent watching this right now, how many of you? Be honest with me. How many of you actually struggle with your own children being addicted to their smartphone, to their iPad, to the digital device, right? But if you learn how to ask your children to really transform how they are. Using social media from being a passive consumer for for entertainment purpose only to actually teach people something, it is a totally different game. Like my own children understand this. Social media technology is for learning. It is for networking. It is for learning. It is not just for games. And even if they use it to play games, they still have to do the reflection. They still have to do the teaching part. Okay. So you combine all of them. I I like that's how my kid. So just kind of to summarize what I have just mentioned. Let's say that again. I see that a few people have just joined us live. This could apply to kid of any age. I worked with children six years old, five years old, and twenty-two years old. This framework applies to every single person. This is based on theory, based on research. But I don't want to make you go crazy by sharing so much research with you. So let's say that kind of to summarize, I want to end this、uh, in the next five minutes. And let me know if this is helpful. And、uh, so give me some hearts. Give me a share. Share this with another parent. You think they if they can benefit from this. And so this is what I do with my own children. Okay, 
And uh, so let's say that the day is over 9 or 8 p.m. They're about to get ready to go to sleep. I ask them to bring their notebook, right? We talk about the, the fourth component, learn, right? So what is something you are going to learn tomorrow? And my kid normally will tell me, like for us, they are pretty young. It's like math, uh, like history, or, or, or English. And uh, so you can, okay, so those are the things you are going to learn and reflect, okay? And how are you going to reflect? Are you going to, um, my, my kid today just had a Zoom chat with his classmates. And are you going to have Zoom conversations? And did you make that happen? Did you send out people calendar invite? Is it on your calendar? So talk about that. And also think about uh, the three questions I shared earlier based on neuroscience research that can really make uh, deepen the reflection journey and make learning a lot more uh, reflective and engaging and stay longer with our children. And the key part, the last part is to teach, right? So we discuss, you can do teaching visually through audio, through podcast, through video, live streaming, pre-recorded video, a webinar. I highly recommend if your children are older and if they are on the job market, high school, college age students, and they are getting ready. And I read a report saying that after the, the pandemic, after the coronavirus, so many people are going to, like so many people are already losing their jobs. So like the job market is going to be even more competitive than it is today. So there's no better time than now to, uh, uh, there's no better time than now to actually start building their uh, personal brand. Did I just, uh, there's no better than now, sorry, my computer going crazy. There's no better time than now to build their personal brand. So let them start teaching, right? And you can choose to teach, think about visually audio, like, or use all of the above or written words. You can ask your kids, you can keep everything private, right? Say we are very private people. We don't want to share anything, which is totally fine. You can create Adobe Spark page. You can create a video just for yourself, for your teachers, for your classmates. It is not what I recommend. I recommend bring learning to the public space. Multiple reasons. One is, look, I'm live right now. Uh, quite a few of you have joined me right now. We are actually co-creating content. I truly believe after teaching in the classroom for so many years, I truly believe the stage on the stage model is broken. And children, they need to understand they need to learn from not only one teacher, the teacher who is the sage, but they need to learn from multiple uh, teachers, teacher like me, like you, from professionals. And that's why I want to bring learning to the public space. When you are uh, writing a blog article or go live, do a webinar, you actually have an audience. Not just your teacher, but you actually have an audience. Your audience will tell you what you have just shared makes no sense at all. And that is a great way for you to go back, go back to the model, you know, learn, reflect, go back to the reflection piece. Why does it make sense? What are the gaps? What do I need to learn or unlearn and relearn, right? So the public space really allows you to collaborate, to co-create, uh, even on a global level. This has happened to me, my own classes, my own undergraduate classes and my own children. Like my, my son, his Adobe Spark page 
was shared with many uh, children from different countries. So that's why I advocate bring learning to the public space, especially if your children are older, they are on the job market, even high school, college age students, they need to start networking now. And even for the audio I mentioned earlier, they can easily uh, go back to the psychology class example I mentioned earlier. I am taking this psychology class. Why not interview some amazing psychology professionals in the industry? You can start your own podcast. You can start your own anchor show. You can start your own live streaming show, or you can start your webinar, however you want to do it. Start creating some content to teach. And it's a great way to show what you have learned, you know, for the learning purpose to fulfill the traditional school environment. But at the same time, you are learning new 21st century skills. You also put yourself out there to be discovered by others. I can't stress this enough. This is so, so, so important. Many traditional educators, they don't see that. Many parents don't even know this. And I think this is very important. Okay, so bring it learning to the public space. And uh, so if you are thinking about doing some interviews, I mean, for me, I have been hosting my, I have two live streaming shows. I have been doing that for almost uh, three years. And I'm telling you, if you are a kid, like 12 years old, 14 years old, if you reach out to a professional, almost every single professional will say yes to you because not many children, not that many children are doing that. Why don't you be the unicorn, right? You reach out to a professional, I can almost guarantee that they will say yes to you. And then you are reflecting on your own learning. At the same time, you are developing new age skills and you are building a personal brand to be discovered by others. And after the pandemic is over and uh, you actually take advantage of this time to build your own digital footprint. So how amazing is that, right? So this is kind of my training and for each element, I can go a lot deeper to talk about them. And, uh, but I definitely don't have time today. And if you love this type of training and uh, let me know, I will do more training in the future, live streaming, branding and learning, content creation, even Adobe Spark. And uh, so this is also what I teach at my own life accelerator program. I have completely changed my program into an online program. And we really help parents, busy parents. They don't have time to worry about their own children's education. I take care of them. We really help supplement uh, the traditional school curriculum. We teach children what schools are not teaching them to become future ready. So right now it is the perfect time to be prepared and stay prepared. So if you love this type of content, definitely come back to my next training and follow me on my hashtag classroom without without was, I don't know, it's like the opposite classroom without was and join me on my next uh, next training. And uh, if you missed my earlier trainings, uh, leave training in the comment section, I will send them to you. And if you are interested in sending your children to my online program to have me help you work with your children, talk about some of the things I just mentioned and uh, to, to develop much needed new age 21st century knowledge, skill, and the mindset, which is another thing that we talked about last week, I discussed emotional intelligence. And uh, anyway, so if you love this, if you know children uh, like who can benefit from this or parents who can benefit from this and send them to me and share this with them, or if you are interested in working with me, let's have a conversation. I want to help. 
you know, I believe I can help you. So thank you so much for watching this and thank you so much for staying during life. And I hope everyone is safe and, uh, and uh, just make the most out of this and don't lose your hope. And uh, thank you again, everyone. I will see you online. Bye.